again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on Twitter at HorizonRT. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube at Horizon Roundtable, as well as wherever podcasts are found. And I think that was it. I think I lost my train of thought after that. But it doesn't matter because the season is the, the regular season is over. And Matt, I have the perfect encapsulation of the entire Horizon League schedule in encapsulated in, in, in one week. Horizon League is gonna Horizon League's gonna Horizon League. Do it, Bob. Robert Morris. What about him? Beat the best team in the conference. And then proceeded to lose to the worst team in the conference. Horizon League's gonna Horizon League. And that's pretty and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Bob, you said welcome to another episode. This is not just another episode. This is like one of my fa- my favorite episodes. We have some clarity, sort of, as far as Thank- Horizon League goes. And yeah, we can recap the league, but we have things that we can actually look forward to for realsies now. Thank God! Oh my God! I if for like the last, you know, Thursday after Thursday's games, everybody's asking us, "Oh well, how the the seedings and all that." I got it wrong like fourteen or fifteen times. Yeah, yeah. You, you will see on the Twitter account that 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 whole entire thing is a mess because I I swear to God I got the math wrong at least four or five times. She it, just names. He, he had it. Huh? So you could have just asked James. Should have. You know what? I, I, I heard a I heard a Horizon League coach uh, get it incorrect yesterday. I think everybody just see it's impossible. You, I got it incorrect. I know Wayne Larravee got it incorrect, although he also gets a few other things incorrect. But um, um, yeah, but a coach is getting it. Yes, everybody. Yeah, it's because it's so. I don't know why it has to be so damn complicated. <laughs> and it's, it's and, the Horizon League. I know it's the Horizon League. And it's not even the Horizon League's fault. It's the team's fault for doing whatever the hell they're doing. So, but it's over now. We have seedings. We have things. You know. Um. Before we go any further, I should uh, mention a programming note there, Matt. Um. We are really. Uh. We are recording this on Sunday, so obviously we will be releasing all of our postseason stuff, uh, both men's and women's. Um. All Horizon League teams, Player of the Year, all that good stuff. Um. On the men's side, uh, John and I are John Parker and I are going to get together for a bonus episode to talk about the men. Um, so you definitely don't want to miss that as well. Anyway, Youngstown State is the outright champion for the first time ever, and I'm not just talking. And I'm not just talking about the first time in the Horizon League ever. The first time in Division One ever. Penguins, here we are. That's right. So I mean, tw- we we knew we knew they were capable of it. Yes, I mean this. This was going to be. This was the squad, for real. <laughs> Just, they built it, and it w- it was put up or shut up time, you know. Exactly. Although they did give us quite a bit of a scare this week because they did lose to Robert Morris, and um, the first half of them against IUPUI wasn't going so great either. But you know what? Who has played IUPUI and just like destroyed them lately? Nobody. Nobody. This is true. Oh, except for Wright State. Did Wright State just blow them out? All right. Yes, Wright State was the only one. Well, Wright State was the only ones who did. Well, we've and we've seen what Wright State's up to lately. So, yeah, you know, Wright State is going to be. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting experience. So, um, and by the way, uh, with that win, 
Obviously, Youngstown State is the one seed, the outright champions. It, no sharing this year because uh, we'll, we'll talk about Cleveland State and Milwaukee in a moment. But, obviously, IUPUI is the 11 seed. And guess who didn't get to play in the first round, Matt? Who? Robert Morris. Oh, look, IUPUI and Robert Morris. Bobby Moe. Here we are again. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, Colonial fans are like, oh, Jesus, why do we have to do this again? I, I I know they secret I know they I, I know some of them secretly or not so secretly wanted to play Green Bay instead, but a whole lot of other things but a whole lot of things would have had to happen for that to even take place. Um first of all, I uh first of all, Youngstown State would have had to lost lose the IUPUI. Which was an out of question. What compl- you know, it wasn't completely out of the question, especially again the way the first half of that game went. That's what I mean. Um but it also would have meant that Cleveland State would have had to lose, which they actually did. So, okay. Um, I think that – I don't remember. You know what? I don't know. All I know is that uh, Robert Morris is the sixth seed and you know, playing uh, IUPUI, and Wright State is the seventh seed playing Green Bay. So, Do you know, my, do you know uh, what my personal favorite part of Robert Morris being the sixth seed is? Which is? The fact that they're going to be fi- – they're 500? No, my personal one. Okay. What is your personal one? With them being the sixth seed, they were the only team that I actually predicted correct in my preseason rankings. Because oh, I was otherwise over. I was oh awful. Yes. So Extra, yeah, I so, don't know what I'm talking about. So but the Robert Morris, no, you you know, you know what? It wasn't just you. It wasn't just you. Everybody's predictions got completely wrecked. Yours, mine, uh, Blue Ribbon, Horizon uh, Leagues. The actual Horizon League who picked uh, uh, Milwaukee to finish ninth and uh, Youngstown State to finish fifth. Whoops. I don't think we had – I don't think we had uh, – I don't really think we had uh, Youngstown State that low. Although, I we mean, but, again, I, we, we, but then again, you got to remember, too, we kind of disclaimered that one through four at the beginning of the season, saying you could throw a blanket around all those four teams and any one of those teams could win the championship, uh, win the, win the uh, regular season title, and we would be like, yeah, that's exactly well, what – We knew that. We just didn't right. think it was going to be Cleveland and Milwaukee. In that no, no, we did not because I think we had uh, – didn't we have like – we definitely had Cleveland State ninth. Um, that didn't happen, and I think we had we had oh, we had Milwaukee what seventh or eighth? I want to say something like that. And we had Purdue for Wayne winning it. So what do we and know? We well, none. Yeah, basically, this was the year that basically none of us know anything. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and again, it's not just us. Obviously, it's not just us. It's everybody. The Horizon League basically basically made all of us look like idiots. You, me. You, me, other members of the media, prognosticators, the Horizon League itself. Yes, they they made us all look silly with their with their overperforming or underperforming, depending upon who you asked. So yeah, that's what happened. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. So thanks, thanks, Bobby Mo, for coming in six and getting me one correct in my preseason prediction. Yeah, because because if it wasn't, that would have been just so bad. Uh, it would have been funny, but wrong. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, I'm always wrong. We all know uh, it's that. It's funny because Robert Morris ended up becoming the team that I thought Cleveland State was going to be this year. IUPUI lost notwithstanding. I thought for sure that – oh, no, no. We had Milwaukee 8th and Cleveland State ninth. So, yeah, we, we – and we had Youngstown – we also had Youngstown State 5th. So, again, what do we all know? Um, 
did. We also did. We also did not get uh, Robert Morris right either collectively because we picked them seventh. It was not as not as egregiously bad as Milwaukee and Cleveland State, but still pretty freaking awful. <laughs> well, and with, just to get us back on topic, and with Bobby Moe, like I mean, they're they they're very much what we kind of expected. And Andy Tool starting to get his his footing in the yes. Horizon League. It's take it's taken a minute. Um, yes, losing to IUPUI last week was not ideal, but I, I get it. I mean, we've watched IUPUI get better all season. I don't think it's yeah. necessarily a embarrassing loss at this point, you know, what, like, like it might've been at different times, but at the same time, give me Andy tool in that first round against IUPUI. No, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly into, on, on team Bobby Moe this week, like as far as predicting it. There you go. There you go. And yeah, the winner, yeah, the winner, uh, and of course, the way the the Horizon League tournament is set up is that whoever wins the first game, the lowest seed, then goes get to play uh, Youngstown State. The lowest seed left gets to play Youngstown State, and the highest seed left plays Cleveland State. And then Oakland and uh, Northern Kentucky play each other. I love that that's already settled. Like, okay, we're just gonna sit around for a week. Oh, like, Oakland we'll... did us. Oakland, of all the craziness that happened over the last week, Oakland did us a solid by just be, placing fifth, and that was the end of it. The, the Saturday game didn't really necessarily make any difference, except you know, for maybe morale. <laughs> I personally disagree with the way they approached that game. I understand why they did, but I, I think that you wanted great. to load management those guys. I, I did because the game meant nothing. So why why work as hard as you did? All it did for Oakland is they worked really really hard and they lost on senior night and now they have to go to Northern Kentucky and play that same team less than a week later. I think that's a really bad place to start from in your prep. Uh, indeed it is. Although although you know although Oakland for some reason did beat Northern Kentucky at Northern Kentucky last time. Yeah, what, the pack of like Jalen Moore thirty points in two minutes or whatever it was like. They were getting crushed in that game, and then Jalen Moore took it over and pulled one out of his ass. Yeah, which he, as he's which capable he, of. Which he has done many times before. And not as, I, I mean, realistically, I mean, I mean, we're. I think we're going to see. I, I don't want to put too much on Jalen Moore, but I really think that this is going to be the. I I see this is this is going to be this is Jalen Moore's last. You know, trip down the trip down the lane. So yeah, I think. Yeah, we're going to see. I think we're going to see a lot of. We're going to see a lot of things out of him this 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 tournament. Hopefully, um, and I I don't I I don't want to say this for selfish purposes, Matt. Um, uh, nothing against Northern Kentucky or anything, but I personally am I personally am rooting for Oakland, um, because I myself have never had the full Greg Campy post game experience live. You're missing out. I know. So this is why Oakland needs to needs to beat Northern Kentucky. Do it for my selfish purposes, Greg Campy. I mean, uh, hey, whoever's there is. I'm excited to cover wh- whatever. If Oakland's there, that's a bonus. Because yeah, I mean, the Greg Campy experience is worth it, and that's worth the price of admission. That's itself. what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I I have to laugh real quick. So we're recording on Sunday, and big thing yeah. on Twitter in college basketball right now is that this Fran McCaffrey staring down the referee thing. Yes. And I just laugh because, again, as, as I tweeted, that that's just a Thursday night in the Horizon League with Greg Campy. I know. Like, what's the big deal? I've watched him do that countless times this season. Know, he was like, trying to get teched up at the end of that game last night, and they wouldn't give it to him. And I heard some of the things he said. There is no way that that was not technical worthy. They just didn't want to give him the satisfaction. Yeah, very true. 
oh, the well. Greg Campy experience. The Greg Campy experience, yes. So well, I, I, I am, I'm crossing my fingers for that one, but you know, we'll, we'll see. What, I, I, again, no, no, no offense. No, yeah, again, no, no offense to, uh, no offense to Northern Kentucky fans. I mean, you know, I'm talk, you know, Darren Horn, obviously, a uh, good interview in his own right, obviously, as a, as, as evidence from last year uh, at the tournament. So, uh, I, I would be, I would not be sad to see him again, but it's not Greg Campy. It's just few, not. Few things are. Few things are. But I mean, um, I'm just saying, if if uh, if Northern Kentucky shoots in their Thursday game uh, against Oakland like they shot on this past Saturdays, th- that's hard to beat. Yeah. They shot really well. They did. Very true. <sighs> See, that's the thing with Northern Kentucky. They don't do that all the time, too, either. So that's 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 interesting that they that. Yeah, that's interesting that, and they did that kind of without Marquez War because Marquez, it was San Vincent who led scoring in that game. So that's not very un-Marquez Warwick-like, if you will. So I think he was just chilling. I mean, and I've, I've said this about the I would too, before. man. I mean, you, you know, you, you basically, I mean, basically Northern Kentucky would have had to hope for, I mean, there wasn't really anything, uh, all, other than winning, there was basically nothing else that Northern Kentucky could do in that game. Um other than wait for you know win and wait for the results of the green uh, the Milwaukee game, figure out whether they're going to be a four or five seed, a four or three seed. The only way that they were going to get a three seed is if they won and Milwaukee lost, which Milwaukee did not. They did not. <laughs> they did not. Um, yeah, that first half of the Cleveland State Milwaukee game was. Super hard to watch. I think I said privately that this is a game that's just going to piss everybody off. That first half definitely did. Twenty-one total turnovers. It was an ugly game in the second half too. Don't don't get don't get that second half <laughs> too much credit, but it was an ugly game to watch. But we it all had awful. to. Yeah, yeah. This is this was definitely yeah. This was definitely not the game Cleveland State wanted to play at all. They it was bad. Um, although, and, and, you know, so as a Cleveland State fan, you had to been been like, oh, my God, it's the worst. It, I mean, uh, but again, in the grand scheme of things, they couldn't finish any worse than third. So it's not like, you know, not like the end of the world. And, you know, after, you know, after Purdue, uh, after Youngstown State beat IUPUI, I mean, it, obviously first place was out of the question. So, or wasn't so obvious because they kept saying that all last episode. Like an idiot. See, don't know what the hell I'm talking about half the time. Jesus, you're like, giving yourself tell- half. That's that's impressive. I I don't even give myself half the time. So anyway, but yeah, that was yeah. It's it's, it's actually pretty ironic that that Cleveland State and Northern Kentucky were so preseason were so kind of you know there was such a divide between the two, and both of them ended up with the same exact record and the same exact conference record. Interesting. So yeah. it is also a test. And again, it's also kind of a testament to the continuity that Daniel Robinson brought to the Vikings. So there is that. Now, with Milwaukee, though, Milwaukee completely did. And, and I, I should also point out that Milwaukee didn't play most of the, a good chunk of that second half with BJ. With a, they played a good chunk of that, uh, the, you know, the last five or 10 minutes of that game without BJ Freeman who scored 31 points before he got hurt. I'd like to say when we, cause we were talking earlier about how wrong a lot of our predictions are, were. 
Yeah. None of us knew who BJ Freeman was or why he was no. or what he was going to be. So, like, I can't be held responsible for not having that part. Thanks. No, absolutely not. He's, he's incredible. I mean, he really was. And um, and he wasn't the only one, man. Uh, Ahmad Rand was just dunking on him bad. It was. He was I, missing dunks, pulling it out of the air and re-dunking. <laughs> How do you do that? Uh, he. And he's doing that a bunch of, uh, against a bunch of guys who do that all the time too, which is which makes it even which which makes makes it even more amazing because Cleveland State has a bunch of dunkers on their team too with Tay Williams and Spider and, and Tristan and Aruna and no none of them could hold none of them on that day on Saturday could hold a candle to what Ahmad Rand did. Did, did anybody dig up Park, uh, Deshaun Parker's body? Oh. That was all. Oh, that was. I felt what? bad. I felt oh. bad from from Michigan. You know, like I felt that was, it. That was such a that was such a mismatch, and then Ahmad Rand just ended him. He murdered him. It right was. It was at the, want, It was at that, that moment. It was at that moment where I realized, yeah, this game is over. Let, let's move on to the tournament now. There's no coming back from that. Like, hang up the shoes. Say goodbye to the guys. Like, and tell them good luck. Like, you can't. You can't rebound this, from that. That was this, ugly. This, yeah, this this was your senior night, Deshaun. Sorry, <laughs> which is ironic because I yeah I think I I'm trying to remember what which is ironic because I think Deshaun Parker was my my pick for defensive player of the year and that happened. It's at that point that you knew you made a grave mistake. Like again, complete mismatch, complete mismatch. How how he ended up on Ahmad Rand is a mystery first and foremost. So I mean. Ahmad Rand's got about half a foot and about 36 inches of vertical leap on him. <laughs> um, related, unrelated, just as I was thinking about this, uh, in, in the Oakland-Northern Kentucky game, and I didn't see any, enough messaging about this anywhere, uh, Trey Townsend, who I'm a huge Trey Townsend fan as a human and a basketball player, went in for a monster tomahawk dunk, similar to pretty much what, what happened in this uh, Milwaukee CSU game, which made me think of it. And Chris yeah. Brandon's block on him was even bigger. It's it's what Deshaun Parker was was going for, except actually executed. It was highlight well, reel de- defense. No, yeah. If you put Chris, yeah, that's because Chris Brandon, yeah, because Chris Brandon would actually ma- actually matches up with Trey Townsend. It isn't like outsized and out. Yeah, it was and, two. It was two trains running into each other. It was actually really incredible. Chris Brandon had himself a pretty good Michigan trip, especially in Detroit. Chris Brandon's a Good basketball player. He's the kind of player you want on your team, no matter. Always. Chris Brandon's good enough that Adrian Nelson had to find somewhere else to go. I mean, worked out Although, pretty well for everybody. Clear, yeah, pretty clearly true. Worked out well for everybody. Adrian Nelson certainly chose wisely. Because yeah, he is he because Adrian Nelson is clearly a very in, in, integral part of that Youngstown State team. Very very important part of that. Um, but yeah, that's. That's where we're yeah so yeah but Northern Kentucky is still a four seed, Cleveland State is three, Milwaukee is now two, um, and you can't really discount the job that Bart Lundy did with that with that Milwaukee team. I mean that is the turnaround itself was is nothing short of spectacular. Um, so that I mean they haven't won that they they won they. You know, Milwaukee's won 20 games. First time they've done that since the since 1516. 
which is ironically the first season we did the first iteration of the Horizon Roundtable. And also, coincidentally, the the year that 20 games apparently wasn't good enough for Rob Jeter to keep his job. Yeah, how'd that work out for them? Uh, you spent four years in the you spent six years in the wilderness. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah, so that didn't yeah, no, that really didn't work out very well for you all, but you know. Well, that's okay. But you know, Bart Lundy is now here, and clearly Bart Lundy is has brought the same intensity that he had at Queens College here at Queens University with him to Milwaukee. You could kind of tell. Um, just from the very beginning. I mean, we had him on the podcast. I, I talked to him on, I, I interviewed him for the podcast and you could tell that things were going to go a little differently this time around. You know, you get a guy who there's always this aversion against getting these D2 guys. And, but technically Bart Lundy is kind of a D1 guy. <laughs> he kind of is. You know, he, he has some D1 coaching experience. He's been, you know, he, he's been down that road before. Um, and and Queens was going to go D1 anyway. So it's, you know, it, it wasn't like D1 wasn't in his immediate future no matter what. So, Queens so. Queens isn't having a terrible year either. They really are. No, they, no. Queens is actually very good. No. So, so when, when we say, you know, and, the Horizon League has had, obviously, some, you know, Jared Calhoun being a very good example of this. Guy who, you know, it took him a little longer to transition. Uh, Youngstown State, given where Youngstown State was, um, given, you know, but he was, obviously that worked out real well for them, too, because Youngstown State is the, uh, are the regular champions of the league. Um, same thing with Link Darner. Remember that guy? No, where did he coach? Green Bay, Green Bay, and first year he was there, he got them to the he got them to the tournament, and then, you know, apparently, you know, years of being in the top four, multiple consistent top four finishes every season was also not good enough for the guy who, um, who literally a year what a year or two later, you know, ran off to Akron, but before he did that, he hired Will Ryan. As I say, that Link Darner guy sounds successful. What happened? They fired yeah. him. By, by the way, as an aside, I found out apparently, uh, evidently that that that, that uh, Akron, uh, uh, the the former, the former Green Bay AD slash current Akron AD is doing the same exact head scratching thing. He's pulling a Link Darner with the women's team. So, all right, good luck with that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who the female version of Will Ryan is, but Akron. Um, be ready for it. <laughs> so that's going to be so. But yeah, that's yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. What, what more is there to say to, about Green Bay other than they're they they're out of gas. They they're out of gas and uh, hey, they're still trying real hard. Uh, it's true. They are. They are because you know they they were up on not by nine on Cleveland State at certain points. Um, problem is that. As they have not been the entire season, they are not a second half team. With the noted exception of Milwaukee, but, I say they yeah. just need to play Milwaukee more. Yeah, which obviously 
it's not going to happen. They're playing. They're going to Wright State. They're playing at right. They're playing at Wright State. Wright State destroyed them the last time they played. So, I'm not expecting that to be any more than a destruction. Any less of a destruction there. So, Wright no, State. It, yeah. Wright, I mean, Wright State just they they put a pretty good uh pretty good shot on uh Detroit Mercy this this weekend on Antoine Senior Night. So I mean, they're they're playing pretty good. I mean, after did. losing to Oakland, but bounce back and they you know a lot of lot of juice in the building for Antoine and they didn't care that is true yeah and uh yeah you want to talk about running out of gas uh I'll, I bring you exhibit a Detroit Mercy this is exhibit like z in this horizon league but yes go on I know yeah Detroit but, Mercy no. is uh faltering again. like they're, they're hot and cold you, you can't get a read on this team well, I mean, it's just like every other. I mean, it seems like every other t- every other team in the middle of the standings. I mean, do they have a do they have a loss to, do they have a loss to IUPUI on the record? No, but it just is inconsistent. I mean, to, with, to to beat Oakland the way they beat them and then lose at home to Wright State the way they lost. Like, what is what are we doing? I don't know, but that is not a good that is not a good look for them. And then they go, and then Detroit Mercy gets to actually host a first round game against Purdue Fort Wayne, uh, who they pasted by 30 the last time they played in Callahan. So, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. How many points does Antoine need at this point? 60 some? 60 something. Yeah. I think he does. I think he still needs to average. Like, uh, I want to say he want, needs to average like still 30 something 31 a game. So he, uh, he would still have to, he, I believe he would have to, Oh, crud. Hold on one second. Now you got to see, I, I knew you're going to ask me this question and I didn't think to actually, yeah, I'm terrible at this, um, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I think he needs to average like uh, if they, I guess the whole point is they need to, uh, yeah, he needs to average 31 and a half. If, well, I mean, he, they, I mean, basically, he if if he only plays one more game, he's got to get sixty three points. <laughs> well, that's kind of where I was going with this. Is not out of the question. I mean, he took thirty three shots in that game against Wright State. Think you're pressing a little there, bud. But I get. I mean, thirty three shots only only scored thirty four points. Yeah, thirty four points is nice, but not on thirty three shots. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of uh, a shooting, and it's too and bad he, because no, well, he again. I mean, when you look at it, when you look at what he, yeah, because. The first half of the game against Wright State, he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. There was a good part chunk there where he was like 0 for 9 or something. And well, and how do you not give AJ Oliver more shots at this point? Dude has been so good, and against Oakland, that was one of the main reasons they beat Oakland. Was it wasn't AD? It was it was the other pieces like AJ Oliver, you know, and exactly, the, and they the got Mazzie away Anderson. from it. Yeah, they got like, away from it, and just, I mean, I don't know why they did. They just did. But yeah, I think you know, I think Antoine's probably good, you know. It, on a good day, Antoine's good for 35, 40 points. He and is. You know what? If we're being honest, he's going to break this record one way or another. Even if they only play, even if they lose on on Thursday, they're going to get invited to some tournament so that he gets a chance to break this record. Well, he's going to uh, break it. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, what tournament? There's only one left. There's the CBI. Because, um, and we've never talked about this, the fact that the CIT slash basketball classic slash whatever scam college insider has been running for the last 20 years doesn't exist anymore. 
So the only thing, yeah, last year was sponsored by racism, and apparently the only thing they erased was this tournament this year. Well, I still wouldn't be surprised if they get that CBI invite something, because... I don't see how, though. They're like, they're sub-500. Because he's a story. I understand that, but, you know, to to the extent that... I mean, they're they're thirteen and eighteen. They were nine and eleven in the conference. I mean, even if they do win, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna lose. I mean, no matter what, they're losing nineteen games. That's bad. It is bad. Oh <laughs> yeah, mean, that is really bad. And this is, I gotta keep pointing this out: is that in five years of this, in five years, I mean, in five years of Antoine Davis and Mike Davis, it's been a – there was one year that they actually were above 500. That was the COVID year, 2021. And shouldn't this be going better? I mean, shouldn't this be going better with a guy who, you know, actually – a guy who actually coached a Final Four team and one of the most prolific scorers in NCAA history? Shouldn't this be going a little better than – constantly being sub 500 i mean i would think so but what do i know i, I hate I, to belabor the fact but you know and i have done this many many times over many many episodes specifically in the last few weeks but it doesn't make any i mean the, it doesn't make any sense to me this this defies any level of explanation period a before mike davis got to before Mike Davis got to Detroit Mercy, he was at Texas Southern. And Texas Southern, I think for like four years in a row, four years in a row, they made it to the NCAA tournament. They just steamrolled through everybody. I mean, that's what they did. Turns out the uh, Horizon League might have a little bit more parity than they were the, there. Yeah, they were they were in the they were in these. When Mike Davis was at Texas Southern, they were in the NCAA tournament four times. They had they were conference they were regular season champions four times. And then you go here and you go to Detroit Mercy, and then none of that happens. I mean his his record at Detroit Mercy is fifty eight and eighty seven at this point. It doesn't make any sense to me. I I just don't understand that. I mean, he's struggling to the. I mean, he's he never struggled this badly at like Indiana or UAB. He never did that, and yet here we are in the tail. And and he didn't have somebody of the caliber of Antoine Davis on his roster. I mean, a lot of people have said, and you know, we'll see maybe next year if he's still here. I don't think he's going to be, but we've kind of hit on that before. Um, I think in some ways maybe Antoine hinders him, you know, and that's really? it, it hinders the whole team. Well, because. We all know he's a prolific scorer. I'm not. This is not a shot at Antoine, but if it becomes, hey, let's make sure that Antoine's getting his shots and everything. Maybe it's, you know, that's not the way but that see, Mike Davis see, prefers to run things. Ah, see, I disagree with that because I think, uh, I, I've noticed this over the course of these games is that Antoine really tries to make a concerted effort to. Antoine could have scored a lot more. Could have scored a lot more against Wright State. But he was actively looking for guys to pass it to, and they just couldn't. Shots weren't falling. I could tell you, and I could I could point out at least 
Antoine easily, if the shots had been falling, Antoine easily could have gotten 15 assists in that game against Wright State. But every time, it seemed like every time he passed the ball to somebody, they were throw, they were putting the shots up and they weren't going in. And I can't put that on Antoine. He's trying it. He, he, to his credit, he was doing his best to get, try to get everybody involved. And it just wasn't happening. And that is, and and right, that's not an isolated incident. I have seen that over the course of multiple games, where he has attempted to get his teammates involved, and it just, for some reason, didn't happen. You know, not to totally change subjects, but speaking of involved with Antoine, you know yes. who was involved in the Antoine Davis retirement ceremony after that game? I saw it was great. I saw a video, a video from Greg Campy. Greg freaking Campy sent a congratulations video to Antoine, and that says. A lot, and I guess he made some joke about like he can't believe he's doing this or something. But like, <laughs> yeah, he did. That was great. Greg can't be sending a congratulations video down to Antoine. I think that speaks a lot about who he is and yeah, how he views this league. I mean, it was it's no secret that he heavily recruited Antoine. Absolutely. But I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, but I do. But uh, yeah, and yeah, I mean, Antoine's a good kid. He's great. He is. He, I'm again, and like you've said, you've alluded to many times before. I know you are looking forward to not having to root against him. I'm looking forward to not having to root against him either. So, I think he's going to make a lot of money somewhere playing professionally overseas. Yes, and good for him. Absolutely. But yeah, it, it just seems just so. It just seems so weird that you know he. We know what he's capable of, but it's the the team dynamic. It just hasn't been there. The entire time. And I feel bad because it hasn't. But. Oh, well, it's, it'll be over here probably this week soon. Unless uh, unless somehow. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. We'll find out because, Bob, guess what? We are starting Horizon League tournament this week. Yes, we are. So the first games we got coming out, and you know what? What am I doing? Subscribe to the game. I'm doing the games preview on these stupid things. They're coming out there. I'm emailing them out on Monday, horizonroundtable.com slash subscribe. You can hear my thoughts about that crap later. <laughs> we, have a lot, we, have, we have a lot of content coming out on Monday. We've got In, those uh, player, yes. player of the year and all the, the first team and all that good stuff. You're, oh, no, you're no, 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 no. If you, if you have not subscribed to the newsletter, you're not getting my game previews until game day. So oh, that's, that's why. That's why you, yeah, subscribe. That's right. That's right. That's why I do it that way. Look at you driving Method up sales. Method to my madness. I've been waiting. To, well, we've had the newsletter for a while now, and I've had absolutely no reason to use it until this year. Um, speaking of this season and speaking of the odd scheduling, apparently we're going to need to get a little bit more information on this. Um, but apparently the scheduling dynamic is going to change next season i want to say yeah it's been confirmed uh for next season from julie Rolash to tony paul okay so i guess what's going to happen is i guess they're going to be there's going to be i guess a little bit more flexibility in the scheduling the whole travel partners concept is going to kind of i guess go away um Seems like it and i guess the they're going to be work. I guess the the time the the times of the week they're working with are going to be like between Wednesday and Sunday. Um, no which more is, no yeah. more four four road games in a row. I think was one of yeah. the things. I yeah I and that's probably good because um, that because we've seen that already. We saw that this year. We saw that last year. Yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> 
to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, you can, in theory, right now go, you know, the Wisconsin trip and then Youngstown and Robert Morris in back-to-back weeks. Like, that's that's tough. It is. Although I think that, yeah, the, the, the Wisconsin trip, I think it's going to be, I think they're going to have to figure that one out because I don't know if you want to separate those two out because travel expenses going up there twice separately, going to be kind of a pain, but you know, anyway, but yeah, the, you know, I, it sounds Maybe like that kind of, Barbersall is offsetting. Yeah, it could be it. Uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I, we haven't actually made a comment about that yet because Barbasol is the tournament sponsor this year. So if I don't let, walk out of this tournament with at least one travel size thing of shave cream, I'm going to be so irritated. All right. So, so, so I have to bring this into perspective. See last year, the, the title sponsor was keeps, which is the website that deals specifically with hair growth this year. It's Barbasol which is uh, which they deal specifically with products to remove hair. Right. So we got it growing again. Now we got to maintain it. <laughs> there you go. It's At least working. it's not. Uh, yeah. I think that means next year it's going to have to be like, I don't know, um, hefty garbage bags or something. So, cause you know, we, we shave all that hair off. Now it's got to go somewhere. Throw it away. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I really, you know, I could really use some of it. I don't know. I, I've, I've, you know, used to get, yeah, uh, used to get uh, these Barber's Tall shaving cream all the time. Anyway, it is actually surprisingly much better than, yeah. I, I prefer, I have preferred that over Gillette. This is not an endorsement, by the way. <laughs> Are we really about <laughs> if, to start breaking down shave products? Is, is this if happening? It, if it was, folks at Barbersall, you know, you know what got to do? Pony, uh, pony up some dough. I'm gonna say we, Wait, we could absolutely be the Horizon Roundtable brought to you by Barbersol. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I, I am a, I am totally okay. I will with shill that. for any company that wants to give us any money. That's true. Hit us up sponsorship. That's right. Um, we could run ads in the middle of of these shenanigans. Like we well, we, know we how used to do this. well it's funny we used to because uh, uh we used to for Anchor, Anchor but now yeah. Anchor doesn't do those stupid things anymore. Thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing, guys. By the way, guys, appreciate that. They're still apparently looking for ads to match with our demographic. I'm like, dude, seriously? What? We, there's not a DraftKings ad out there that we could just schlep for? Come on. Get out of here. But like Flying J travel planes or something? Like pilot. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're not doing – no, I'm not shilling for the Haslams. No. It's bad enough, I, bad enough I'm a Browns fan. <laughs> Sheets. Speedway. Sheets. Sheets, Speedway makes sense because speed, surprisingly, back in the day, Speedway was a Horizon League uh, tournament sponsor. Back in the day, that would work. That, um, that checks out. Culver's, still, we've always wanted the Culver's. I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still holding out for Culver's. So yeah, um, even like a but, jerky outlet. It's the Midwest. Come on, like some some jerky outlet's gotta want us to pimp them out. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. There's a pl- yeah. There's plenty of jerky places. Come on, come on. Where's um? Oh good. Jack Links. Where you at, man? I'm. I, I'll show. For, I, I will. I'm a. I'm big enough now that I can actually impersonate a good Sasquatch at this point. <laughs> I'm going to be spending my time in Indy when I'm not in the arena, finding us a indie restaurant or bar that wants to sponsor us year year round, and become like the the hangout for Horizon Roundtable tournament gatherings that's that's my goal 
Yeah. So yeah, I think it, this, this is like this is where a conversation with Gregory Strauss is going to come in. I can I can already tell because he like he he knows all he knows all things indie. Greg Greg is indie. He is. Um, I'm looking forward to see him again. So that's gonna absolutely. Be great. That's going to be great. Um, he's uh, moderating. I mean, he's moderating some of the uh, post games. He is. Yeah. He, he actually is the kind of. Uh, he is. Yeah. He is actually the kind of the master of ceremonies, if you will, for the post game. So he. That's his thing. And and unless I. Yeah. It sounds like he's. It definitely sounds like he's he's confirmed to do that again this year. So we'll see him again. Uh, so it's ought to be great. Um, and wow, yeah, we get to. We're probably gonna get to see a bunch of people we haven't seen like in a long time. Um, especially again, and again, this is why I'm also secretly rooting for Oakland because you know I've never met Neil, Neil Rule, and that's uh, I got I gotta have a conversation with him. Um, Good dude. I, I'm a little disappointed. I didn't I didn't see Al Pulowski again last year, so I'm a little disappointed. I didn't I didn't get to talk to him, which is kind of surprising because. I've actually, you know, interacted with him multiple times. So, um, yeah, I don't know who else. Said, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a Wayne Larrabee conversation would just be all awkward and stuff. So I'm going to probably that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> you know, Bob, really what it comes down to is we are a week away from knowing we are going to Indy. And that's pretty awesome. Well, it's funny because you mentioned this last week, but you're we're actually uh, uh, we are actually um, my wife and obviously my dogs. Um, are going to Indy on Sunday. You're going to be up there. On, you're going to get up there on Monday. So late Monday morning. Yep. Late Monday morning. So yeah, you're you're are you were thinking we we're going to be in the same place at the same time at you know for for our recording, but that's probably not going to happen next week. Um, we'll probably we'll probably record it before I leave. So record it Saturday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There we go. Because we we got time. Yeah, but. It, Beats the heck out of la- I think last year I think it was in Indian. I think we like recorded the episode on like nine o'clock on <laughs> on Sunday night. I'm like, yeah, that didn't really work out. So yeah, Saturday sounds like like a lot better idea. And here's um, here's my challenge to anyone that's still listening to this podcast. Hopefully, getting to the end of this one. For those of you that won't be in Indy, obviously Bob and I will be for sure. Kyle yes. will be on the women's side. Tweet us. Let us know what content do you want. Who do you want us to speak to? What what questions do you have in press conference? Like, let us be your people there. Tweet us. Absolutely. Interact with us. Let us know what you want. Horizon, yeah, Horizon RT and at Horizon Matt and and Matt. I may actually no, I'm not gonna. I was gonna say I might open up my I reopen up my Twitter account, but that shit ain't happening. <laughs> they can tweet me. It's fine. That that lasted. Yeah, I did that for like five minutes last uh, last week, and that was just a really bad idea. So, tweet us though. We we that's what the Horizon, Horizon Roundtable is about. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I know we we did that a couple of times. We did that. Uh, uh, Nick Lawrence had. Had you know, we I know he had us asking. Uh, he had some questions to ask uh, the folks over at Wright State during the championship game. So absolutely. Keep, yeah, know. Hey, you know what, Nick? Keep them coming. I, I know you're not going to be able to make it for mid major madness, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll be more than happy to ask anything on your behalf, sir. Just maybe we'll come up. Maybe what I'll do before games is I'll give a uh, a hashtag that you uh-huh. can use. That way I can search it in case you have questions during the game. You can just drop that hashtag. That way I can find them and potentially ask it for you uh, in the post game. Yes, absolutely. I, I like that idea myself. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and by the way, I think we will. I, I haven't talked to uh, Kyle. If you're if Kyle, if you're listening to this, I haven't told you this yet, but you're probably going to be able to you're probably going to be live tweeting from the horizon uh, from the uh, podcast account again. <laughs> I got to make sure that's still set up, though. But yeah, 
don't know. He might have more followers for the women's side from his own at this point. And that's okay, too. I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. No, but yeah, he, yeah, because um, yeah, because uh, he's got those really cool graphics he uses, which is really cool. So like, maybe we can trick him to do those for the men's game too. Oh, he well, we had well, he did that for me last year. So yeah, thanks, guys. I, I think we'll be able to swing that, Nick. And he only has to do it twice instead of four times, because uh, because obviously the you know the women are broken down in quarters, the men are broken down in half. So. It'll work out, definitely. Awesome. So, all right, so I think about that it. time of year, I'm excited. Let's do this. Yes. So yeah. Um. So yeah, we got the bonus. So um, bonus episode with me and John Parker talking about the all pro, all league teams and all that good stuff. Um. Don't want to miss that. Um. We are going to be posting the entire list of those, uh, both the men's and women's all league teams and uh, honors, uh, our awards. Uh, on HorizonRoundtable.com, make sure you check that out. Um, obviously, our folks are going to be, our, our writers are going to be cranking out content too during the week. Um, but yeah, um, and obviously you want to, you can catch us on, you know, catch our podcast wherever podcasts are found, and you can pull us up on on your Amazon or Google devices. So uh, yeah, tune in next week. Uh, getaway day, man. Until then, thank you all for listening. <laughs>